We're all looking for ways to manage our stress levels and to make important decisions in our lives. I want to share one of my favorite ways to make decisions while managing stress and negative thoughts, and I think it's one of the best ways. Welcome to the Great Sex Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather England, an executive coach and psychotherapist, and I'm focused on helping you create the life you truly want. As we start, I want to speak from the heart and share something I've been struggling with. In fact, it was my struggle with this that prompted today's topic. I need to make a decision about this podcast and my business direction. I started this podcast focused on strengthening love and sex in long-term relationships. The challenge I'm having is twofold. First, I'm not growing the podcast or getting people to my website as much as I need to because so many people are inhibited by the topic of sex. So they aren't sharing the podcast with friends or commenting on or sharing any kind of social media posts that I do that are sex related. And I get that. I think sex is just such a taboo subject in our society. Second, when I think about what I really want to talk about, it's not just sex. I want to talk about how to create the best life for yourself. And to me, that includes having the best relationship with yourself, your partner, your friends and family, and also your relationship with sex. So I made a fundamental mistake here in calling the podcast, The Great Sex Podcast. So as I sit with that, I realize I need to rebrand and rename the podcast, but I don't want to do that unless I have some feedback and I'm going in the right direction. Doing a podcast is an enormous amount of work and there's so many other podcasts out there and there's so much competition that I need to make sure that whatever I'm doing is really adding good value. So I'd really love your feedback. If you don't mind and you feel comfortable, it would really help me if you could share some feedback about topics you want to hear about or what direction you'd like the podcast to take via my website or by emailing me. All the links to do this are in the show notes, and they can also be found by going to the homepage of lovefilledlife.com. So thanks so much for listening to that, and let's get started on today's topic. So today, I want to share one of my favorite ways to make decisions while managing stress and negative thoughts. And nope, I'm not going to tell you to meditate or practice mindfulness or take deep breaths or make a list of pros and cons, although those are really wonderful tools that are helpful. What I'm going to suggest is that you learn the fine art of giving yourself permission. What? Permission? For what? I'm sure that's what you're thinking. But yes, you heard that right. I think you should learn how to give yourself permission to do a host of things in your life. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to do something really big, like end your relationship or your marriage. Or you need to give yourself permission to quit your job or retire or get a new job. Perhaps you need to give yourself permission to end a toxic friendship or to stand up for yourself with a difficult person. Or maybe you need to give yourself permission to skip a social event and spend the night hunkered down on the couch in your PJs watching a really good movie. What if you need to give yourself permission to share your feelings with your partner and to tell them that you need them to show up for you? or that you need to start counseling with or without them. Or maybe you struggle with perfectionism 
I know I do. And maybe you need to give yourself permission to not be perfect, to not have the perfect house or the perfect makeup or the perfect car or the perfect vacation or the perfect children. That can be an awful lot of pressure on not just you, but also your children. What if you need to give yourself permission to sit down and relax and not be a whirling dervish of activity? Perhaps you need to give yourself permission to ask for help when you need it. Or maybe it's just something really simple, like giving yourself permission to sign up for piano lessons, even though you're 45, or take a painting class, or start learning how to knit. Whatever it is, it's important. Everyone needs to give themselves permission to do something. And this is such a simple little concept, but it can be so life-changing. First, let me give you a little background about this idea. Many years ago, I was inspired by Dr. Brene Brown's research on shame and vulnerability. She was catapulted into popularity by a TED Talk. I completed all the requirements to become a certified facilitator of her therapy materials. If you've never heard of Brene Brown, she has wonderful books about overcoming perfectionism, managing shame, and learning better ways to be in relationships with others. You can read about them on my resource page on lovefilllife.com. What I really like about her is that all of her content is backed by research. So she's not just blowing smoke like many people do, including all the people with no training that are sharing mental health content on social media. One of the tips in her course materials was this idea of writing out a permission slip. I used to facilitate small groups of women through the course materials. They were and are still called Daring Way and Rising Strong Groups. We always completed permission slips as I started taking a small group of people through the course materials. Everyone would write down what they felt they needed to give themselves permission for. It might be something like having the courage to share in the group setting or doing extra self-care while they went through the course materials. The intention behind permission slips was to get people to think about what they had to give themselves permission to do or not to do in order to free themselves up to make some type of positive movement forward in their lives. This idea of giving ourselves permission is absolutely brilliant because in the process of doing it, you end up doing deep thought about what's holding you back. I love that it makes you dig deeper into what you're thinking and how you're feeling about various parts of your life. I think I can illustrate this best if I give you a personal example. Many years ago, I was looking for clinical space for my therapy process. It was really challenging to find individual space that was affordable because therapists need waiting rooms on top of their individual space. I ended up meeting another therapist that was also looking for office space. We didn't know each other very well, but what little we knew we liked. So we decided to proceed forward with finding some type of space that was big enough for both of us but also had several other offices that we can rent out to other clinicians. We worked with a realtor and we found several spaces. And finally, it was time to make the decision and sign the lease for one of the spaces. It was a really expensive monthly payment. Plus, the contract was for six years. And geez, six years is a very long time to commit to something, especially with someone you don't know very well. I became absolutely paralyzed with fear. I couldn't make a decision. I was completely stuck. And we were under time pressure to get a place because the leases in our current office spaces were running out. 
And the pressure to make the decision made it even worse. And it made me even more stuck. And finally, I thought, I just need to do a permission slip. I need to do what I do with so many of my clients. I needed to sit down and consider what I had to do to give myself permission to either sign this lease or walk away from it. And the result of doing this was literally magic. It enabled me to sign the lease and start what ended up being an incredibly positive journey in a magnificent office space with an incredible business partner and wonderful coworkers. And I may have missed out on all of that if I hadn't gone through this process to figure out what was holding me back. So I want to share with you what I did, because I think it really illustrates how helpful this can be. And then you'll have a real world example about how you can apply it to your life. Like many people, I struggle with perfectionism and my perfectionism isn't rooted in how I look or how my kids look or my house, but rather it's in my personal performance. And part of that is a lifelong fear of making a mistake and making the wrong decision. I grew up pretty poor for many of my childhood years, so making a financial mistake is also something I'd struggled with. I could spend an entire podcast explaining how I got to this place, but in a nutshell, I grew up with an amazingly loving mother who also had lots of anxiety, and her anxiety caused her to criticize me. Because she loved me so much, she was afraid I might make a bad decision or that people wouldn't like me or that the sky would fall, whatever it was. Anxiety is not rational. And honestly, I don't know all of the things that my wonderful mother worried about. I only know that it came out as criticism and it ended up leaving me feeling like somehow I wasn't enough. And I'm sharing this because I know many of you may also have grown up in similar situations and ended up with the core belief that you somehow aren't enough. I've spent my life overcoming that core belief and growing my self-esteem. So as I was faced with this decision about office space, I wrestled with my fear of making the wrong choice. What if we didn't get enough sublessers and it ended up being a financial disaster? What if my business partner and I didn't like each other after six months? What if it just didn't work out? What if I didn't want to be a therapist in three years? What if, what if, what if? Doing what ifs is a fast track to stress and anxiety. They only serve to sink me further into indecision. I did some deep soul searching about what I needed to do to give myself permission. And I realized I needed to give myself permission to make a mistake. I did a deep dive into exploring my thoughts about where my fear of making a mistake was coming from. And then I gently challenged all the thoughts that I had around my fear. One of the core things that a good coach or therapist does with a client is to help them gain insight about the relationship between the thoughts they have, their feelings, and their behaviors. The goal is to help people understand how all of these are related and how changing one impacts the others. One of the best ways to change how we feel about something is to change how we think about it. But sometimes the way we think about things isn't accurate. We might do something called distorted or catastrophic thinking. Our thoughts are typically based on our perceptions or assumptions and not always on fact. Learning to gently challenge your thoughts is a wonderful way to coach yourself into changing your thoughts 
and ultimately improving how you feel and changing behaviors into better choices. You've probably heard people talk about positive self-talk. Positive self-talk isn't just saying, oh, wow, you're so amazing, but it's also learning to talk to yourself like you would your very best friend. And that includes challenging irrational or inaccurate thoughts. So as I sat down to think through the situation with my office lease, I realized I needed to give myself permission to make a mistake. I literally pulled out a piece of paper and I wrote down on it, I give myself permission to make a mistake signing this office lease. I folded it up and I put it in my wallet. And then I called my business partner and said I was ready to sign the lease. You can go through this process. You can do some deep thinking and then write down on a piece of paper what you need to give yourself permission to do. Or you can even do it mentally. Over the holiday season, I've done this process mentally and I've given myself permission to not have everything be perfect for my guests. I let go of worrying about all the food, the decor in my house, whether or not I had chosen the perfect Christmas gifts, etc. You get the point. It was so freeing to do this. In fact, I think I've enjoyed this holiday season more than any other one just because of this, just because I gave myself permission to let go of the perfectionism around the holidays. So let's circle back to what you need to give yourself permission for, whether it's ending a toxic friendship, standing up for yourself, or skipping a social event. You can use this concept to work your way through whatever difficult choice you need to make. So right now, while it's fresh on your mind, pull out a piece of paper and think about what you really need to give yourself permission for, and then go do it. Thanks so much for listening today. Again, I love your feedback on the future direction for the podcast, and I always appreciate a five-star rating and for you to subscribe to the podcast, because no matter what, I'll still continue it. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.